Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Ohio! I sound like that sports commentator in New York. The mad dog, Chris Russo. He starts every program with a long... Uh, hello, everybody, and he keeps going. And I sound like that. I feel like that when I go, Ohio. I just had someone visit the church on Sunday, visiting for the first time. They walked up to me. They must watch, and that blessed me. They greeted me, and they went, Ohio. So, Ohio to you. Good morning. We're reading in Hebrews, the third chapter, and now there's a warning. No, I thought God loves me. He would never give warnings or rebukes. Oh, yeah, that's the sign that he loves us. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens. If you're not corrected and rebuked at times by the Lord, then something's really wrong. I mean, don't parents do that? Oh, I just found out Johnny is hanging out with two guys who deal drugs and uh, smoke weed all day long. I'm not going to warn him to be stay away from them. No. Hey, Johnny, hang out with those guys. You're going to have a beautiful life. No. There'll be warnings. There'll be sit-downs. There could be, if they're young, pow-pow. Why? Because you don't love them? No, you love them. So every time the Lord has corrected me, warned me, it's a sign of his love. Here's one warning to the people, to us. Hebrews is written, although he's quoting from Psalm 95, he's quoting David. He's saying this applies to us. This is why, verse 10, I was angry with that generation, God said. What generation? The one that came out of Egypt. God's chosen covenant people that he chose. The children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I was angry with that generation. See, we're not used to that language. And I said, their hearts are always going astray. They have not known my ways. I was angry with that generation. Can God be angry with the church and people in the church? Well, of course, if he were, got, why did he get angry? Because they were always going astray and did not know God's ways, i.e., they held on to sin. They went to idols. You know, when they came out of Egypt, Many commentators or some commentators believe they really got so involved with the idols that were in Egypt, and Egypt was full of idolatry in those days. Dumb idols. But God forbid them, no gods before me, no idols, nothing you love more than me. I must be numero uno in su vida, in your life, in su corazón, in your heart. But when they went in the wilderness, you see, every time they got upset because things weren't going out the way they wanted. And that's so like us. When things aren't going the way we want, we're like little babies, and then we blame God. I mean, it's crazy. We blame God who loves us. And we don't say it many times, but we get all chafing inside. We get bitter. We get upset. What's going on? And we're blaming people when God permitted the whole thing to happen. God permitted it. That's why when Paul was in prison with Silas, he didn't say, what am I doing in prison? I'm the head, not the tail. And he didn't quote Old Testament verses that were written to Israel. No, he was singing at midnight. Why? Because God permitted that and he was happy. He could suffer for Christ. 
That almost sounds like another religion to today, right? If we're suffering, oh, that's a demon. So he's warning them now, and he's saying their hearts are always going astray. They do not know my ways. So notice two things about that. Your life is your heart. The inner person. Remember what Jesus said, out of the heart precedes every kind of wicked thing. Evil heart, evil life. Good heart, good life. New heart, new life. The warning here is they went astray in their hearts. Their hearts went off back then to these idols and old practices. That can't happen to us today? No. I mean, let's be real. Let's do real talk. There aren't churches that have departed in their heart from the living God. Of course they have. They're deader than a doornail. Jesus wrote to some in Revelation, you have a name that you're alive, but I know you're dead. Muerte, hearts, dead, apart from the life of God. How about the last church, Laodicea? You're neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm. And I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. Jesus said that to a church, to Christians. I wonder what the praise and worship was like in that lukewarm church. I wonder who was preaching to make such a mess. That's an interesting thing to ponder. But they didn't even know it. And in case I'm talking to someone and I'm preaching to myself, if your heart has wandered away from God, you know, God is always saying to the wandering heart, come back home. You know, we're approaching the season, you know, nothing like home for the holidays. And there's a feeling emotionally, mentally, recollecting earlier times in your life, it's great to be with family and come back home. You know, especially people away at school, in the armed forces, coming on home from deployment in the Middle East or wherever. Home for the holiday. There's a natural level of that. But you know what we need to do this Christmas season, some of us? Come home to God because our hearts are on everything but God. Remember, he's the living God. Not come home to church, not go to the, the Christmas show, not read a verse or two before Christmas Eve meal. No, the living God, back to him, walking, loving, letting him control things. Maybe it was that way with you once, and now we're like robots. We just go to church and we have religion. God did not save us so we would have religion. He saved us through Jesus Christ so that we would walk with him, talk with him. Oh, I like that song. And he walks with me and he talks with me. And he tells me that I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. Remember, you have a living God today. He loves you, be with him today. Amen, see you tomorrow. Thank you.